Hello, all zero listeners. Uh, welcome back to our second podcast, our second episode. Um, basically, last episode was the pilot, just to test, uh, see, how, you know, everything that's going on with our lives and see what we want to talk about and what we find interesting. Um, so we're going to be talking about various topics, not anything specific, just whatever comes to mind. Usually uh, we may have a topic that we, we set throughout the week, but we're going to be asking each other questions and pretty much just uh, getting each other's opinions and stuff. This week, uh, Austin has created some questions for us, um, and we're just going to be voicing our opinions, and yeah, and then call it quits, yeah. and episode three coming list. whenever we feel like it. <laughs> the list of questions is not anything special. Like, I literally, some of these are, I <laughs> woke up and I thought of something, and I thought, hmm, that'd make a good question to ask. And then most of them are just like, I was looking through questions or I was thinking of questions from before that have been answered, but not by all three of us. So some of them are video game. Some of them are like questions you ask people at three in the morning, stuff like that. We got lots of those, I'm sure. For the podcast, I don't know if we talked about it in the pilot, but we're not going to be like limiting ourselves to very thin subjects so we're not just gonna be like video game only podcast or music only we're gonna be talking about a ton of different stuff and just keeping it out in the open also whatever comes to mind sometimes these will have uh bits in them like interludes of random conversation for the week that actually don't tie into an episode if we do one of you know at the end of the week so it'll just be fucking random conversation from something i found funny and decided to record it so yeah. Okay. Excellent. I'm going to start by asking one of these questions. I'll give you the uh, one that I thought about literally a minute and a half ago. Okay. And it's just, it's a, so it's just a starter question. It's um, like, what do you do to keep yourself awake? Like some people have obviously coffee. Some people have some sort of food or they work out or whatever. Is there anything special that you do throughout the day to not fucking want to make yourself fall asleep? Matt, you can answer first. I mean, we really haven't introduced ourselves, so maybe we should do that, actually. <laughs> maybe. So so Matt will go first, uh, oh and then we'll, we'll introduce ourselves, obviously, once we, we answer the question. But you can go first, Matt. All right. Um, do you want me to like, introduce, introduce myself first? Do you want me to answer the question? I mean, I guess I should... Well, everyone knows you're Matt, so <laughs> I said it about four times. Yeah. Uh, well, I, well, to keep myself awake, what I would do at work is I just get a ribble on the way. But that that's like super unhealthy. I I came to find out, so not doing that anymore. So I guess came now to it's find just, out. You didn't know that. Well, it just made me feel like shit after a while. It's not good. It's just not good to. There's so much sugar on. in it. You, you you feel good for about thirty minutes and then you cry. Oh yeah, dude. You feel great for like like the first like two hours and then by the end of my shift I'm just fucking dead tired because I crashed. But yeah, now now I'm just running on sheer willpower. To stay awake. <laughs> really, honestly. Patrick, you've got some sleep problems, so. Um, for me, staying awake like. I usually, my average day, I would say, if I am working, is I would say I get a seven hour sleep before work. I I usually need at least nine hours. 
So, so yeah, getting up is the hardest part for me. So I don't know. I think uh, setting an alarm on full blast, that is something like, I just have the regular alarm, you know, like the, the one that gives everyone an anxiety attack when they wake up. That's the one I have. So I, I used to listen to music before bed, but I had to stop doing that because I would sleep through my alarm because it's like a white noise. Um, so yeah, keeping myself awake, I don't know, like usually I wake up, have a heart attack because of my alarm and then just power through work and come home and I either take a nap after work or I or I stay up. I, I've, I've tried coffee and like energy drinks and stuff and I just sh- I start shaking too much. My hands start shaking and I don't feel well because uh, I'm not a breakfast kind of person. So uh, do you shower in the mornings like do you shower to help yourself wake up or when I was working at the factory, I didn't because I don't know. I just I, I was working six to two. So in the morning, I didn't feel like showering. I would just be exhausted but if it would be if it's something like an actual job and not well no i'm saying factory <laughs> workers aren't great people um but i'm saying yeah what, what are you fucking <laughs> i'm gonna call you no call i respect dad, them so much doing? after the summer but wake up don't cancel me please um <laughs> no i mean i usually do shower before work but given the circumstance it, since i was waking up at 5 a.m i did not but anytime after six i will shower and then I'm standing in the shower for 15 minutes. Anyways, Austin, you can answer that question now, too. That's a short shower. What 15 the minutes? Well, at least to me. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> How long do you like, need? Uh, <laughs> like, I'll what sit there for like 35 minutes. What are you doing dude. in there? <laughs> I can get in the shower within, you know, my bus being there 10 minutes later and get out and be on time. Or I can sit in the shower for 30 minutes and know that my bus is coming and not get out of the shower <laughs> because I don't feel like Uber. it. <laughs> yeah. And then take an Uber and spend $15. But yeah, I'll put on music in the shower though. So like, you okay, know, I'll, like so I just, <laughs> I just he I plays <laughs> he plays his guitar in the shower. Yeah, uh, no, I just plug in my my Amazon Echo and I'll actually just put on like a fucking podcaster music and then I'll forget how long I'm in the shower for. That's fair until the water goes cold. When you wake up though, how do you how do you keep yourself awake throughout the day? I get the 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 luxury of of my dad working at 6:30 in the afternoon so evening whatever he starts at 6:30 yeah p.m. so he'll sometimes come home with like a coffee at like 4 p.m. and uh he'll go out and get a coffee and get one for me but otherwise like so you wake up at 4 p.m. <laughs> is that what you're saying no i <laughs> woke up i told you i woke up at like i slept like 13 hours last night so what are you guys sleep schedules right like right now <laughs> they're good right now actually mine's not um, terrible I wake up and shower every morning at anywhere between 1 to 2 in the morning. Every morning. Matt works overnights, so yes, that's understandable. For me, <laughs> showering at 2 in the morning and getting into bed to go to sleep, I've done that. I can't say I haven't. I'm getting into baths recently, so... I like yeah. I like to sit in the bath and soak in some like muscle soak and then uh, bath bombs. no not bath bombs but like a muscle soak because <laughs> of hockey or being fat and <laughs> my muscles hurt and then uh, and I use that actually to help fall asleep. How do you guys? How do you guys? What helps you guys fall asleep? My big ass pill of melatonin. That's what <laughs> helps. Being really fucking tired helps. Just don't go to sleep. <laughs> I, I yeah I basically have. I know I have, but have you guys ever, like, been exhausted, so exhausted, and you, like, stay up for 24 hours straight, and then you still ruin your sleep schedule again by going to bed late? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
the, the I was classic. just wondering, but... <laughs> or you'll get, like, a rush of when you lay down after 24 hours, you'll get, like, second-winded. Yeah, next question. So that was... I have 15 questions. That was uh, one. So that that was took, one. what, 10 minutes? <laughs> 15? <laughs> um, to get the ball rolling, it took a minute there. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, so another one is, do you think music changes the tone of things slash your enjoyment of things? I would say absolutely it does. Tone of things, I would say, especially at work, I would say I get super bored at work when I'm doing nothing, and having music is something like to eliminate the silence. And I think in most conversations too you guys ever been like in a situation where you're i don't know in a group project or like at work or something and you are working with like more at least let's say one other person minimum that you don't know and you need something to break sort of tension between you guys and you just throw in music and it breaks the awkward silence i think that's what (laughs) or then it gets even more awkward because one of you fucking hates (laughs) well yeah i would say if I was in a room with four random people I didn't know, and one of them said, "Hey, I'll play something by I don't know, like Lincoln Park or or like I I, I like Lincoln Park, but anyways, a band that I don't like, I wouldn't object to it and say, "No, I hate them. Like, so I don't want to listen to this garbage." <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh yeah, let's play whatever music." What would your thoughts of those people be though after that? Then, like, what? How would I'd you say their music taste sucks? <laughs> <laughs> But would that moment ruin it with them? Like, would you would you look at them differently the next day with music? Not at all. No. I mean, I love some bands and some music that is awful. I know it's awful, but I like it. So, so what about good. parties? At a party? Yeah. So, like, if if songs get played, if just like song after song you don't like keeps getting played, are you staying around at that party even though like? Your friends are there. You were invited or stuff. Or does the music at the party like ruin the whole night? Mm, it wouldn't ruin it, but I would probably get really bored. And that's when people start to go on their phones. And then it turns out that a party isn't a party anymore. It's everyone's on their phone doing nothing. Matt, what about you? What about like video game music? You're listening to like a score playing. Do you listen to music like the music of video games when you play? Or is it just. Or do I have other music like my own music and I mute the game? Yeah. Uh, music? Oh, no. It, it'll have to. It depends on what game it is, really. Like if I'm playing Battlefield, I'll I'll put on whatever and just start killing everybody. But I mean, if I'm playing like there are some games that you get immersed in and that's it. Yeah, like, some I'm games require in. actual audio to play and some yeah. don't. Like yeah, like I can play Minecraft and just either listen to their the music that they provide in the game or I can listen to I don't know anything else. I can listen to Bobby Shmurda if I felt like it while I'm playing Minecraft. But <laughs> but for instance, like. I don't know, Dead Space or Halo or something, I probably don't want to listen to music because I'm interested in the game. Rather, And the soundtrack helps too, rather than, you know, you're listening to Taylor Swift while you're playing, you know. Uh, what about competitive games? Do you listen to your own music when you play comp games? Or do depends you listen how good I am at the game. <laughs> depends if I'm trying to win or if I think Matt, we've already lost. Matt and I have definitely played Counter-Strike blasting like, some what, shit we yeah. have definitely played wingman which is a two two v two multiplayer online uh fps you'd say <laughs> that is what counter i feel is. like anybody listening to this and knows us doesn't need to be explained like what a multiplayer <laughs> shooter is like it's not 2003 okay so yeah it's a multiplayer shooter 2v2 that's what wingman is you and i have definitely tried harded and tried to go for global elite which is the highest rank um successfully 
Well, by one, by, by what? One or two ranks? One rank? Well, yeah, wingman's it's just formality. It doesn't really mean anything. I mean, you get matched up against people from all over the board, where, no matter where you are. Uh, yeah, Matt and I have definitely grinded that, and we we didn't listen to music. But then there's definitely been games where I don't, we don't even talk to each other. We just listen to music and probably just like sing. You know, you remember that meme I showed you guys with the guy singing and uh, his friends trying to clutch? Dude, Payday 2 Slayer speedruns. Yeah, we, Matt and I used to play... That, Matt and I, actually, that's like one of the first time. Well, we didn't meet that way, but that's how we... No, but that's how we like got became friends, yeah. We, we started playing Payday together, and then we both listened <laughs> to Slayer. And uh, we used to complete... like It might have been the easiest mission, or one of the easiest missions, but we used to do speedruns listening to Raining <laughs> Blood by Slayer, and we used to beat the, the mission before the... <laughs> game or before the song ended so yeah it was like a minute and 30 seconds you could you could break into this jewelry store or something yeah yeah but the way i usually split up music is like if it's a single player game most i say like 95 percent of single player games i'm listening to whatever the game audio is and then multiplayer like it could be town of salem or like yeah again like battlefield or whatever i'll just put music on and kill people okay what about yeah. movie scores like when you think of movie scores that are really good i immediately think of Star Wars and his and um, John Williams score for Star Wars, like, but would Star Wars be better or worse if the score was, you know, not as good as it is? When you think of like the menacing, you know, idea of Darth Vader walking down a fucking hallway to kill someone, and you hear the Imperial March going, is that if that music is different, does that ruin the mood? Obviously, yeah. not different in the way of like, you know, some fucking like super happy music obviously replacing it but like even if it's just tone like not tonally different but it's not the imperial march that you hear in your head is that is that scene you know ruined for you or not ruined but is it you know lesser of an effect i mean it's the star wars music is so iconic it's kind of hard to imagine without it exactly it's a it's classic it, it belongs with it so i don't think you could remove it i don't think there's any other way i could think of that music what do you think of music in like uh like a lot of movies and shows and, and games are doing less music during intense scenes? What do you think of like, you know, more quiet? Like imagine if you're thinking you're watching like John Wick, okay, and you're in the fucking the hotel scene in the first movie where he's like going through the hotel killing people. What do you think of music during a scene like that where it's very like tense and you're like shaky cam or you're following the main character doing all these very actionable intense things do you like it when music is in the scene or do you think it kind of pulls you out a little bit like the more ambient sound uh do you like hearing more ambient sound over a score in the background because personally i think i i get pulled out when there's more music being played really i feel like yeah i feel like when i'm watching scenes that are very tense um whether it's between two people multiple people if it's some like stealth scene or something i feel like music will remove a lot of the sense. I mean, like, we were watching PT earlier. Do you imagine if music was in a lot of the, you know, the hallway walking? How kind of less impactful would it be if you can't hear those baby crying or those ambient sounds a little bit less? I mean, that's a tense moment throughout the entire demo. And if you can't really hear, if there's music over it, it feels a little bit less so. I feel know. sometimes, I don't mind the music. I think the music's okay. As long as it's, that's like, if it's a game that the music isn't, like overpowering the gameplay so i don't want to listen to you know if i'm playing um super mario sunshine or like 
Austin and I are really big into Nintendo games, so for example, yeah, if I'm, if we're playing Super Mario Sunshine, I don't mind listening to um to the Sunshine music because it's just catchy and it's bright and whatnot. But I think listening to uh I don't know the Dark Souls OST over top of Super Mario Sunshine would just absolutely ruin it. So it's out of place. But um no, but that's not the point. Are I you mean, just... it's more like I'm talking about if you're watching like. A fight scene. You're watching two people fight each other. Okay, like just martial yeah. arts, and or you're watching a horror scene or something where they're you know walking through a hall or some shit, and and you know there's not like a lot of stuff leading up to it, and then uh, it's like just this you know generic horror scene of dark hallway. Guys got one light. All you hear are ambient noises and stuff. Would you want music in these scenes that are intentionally? So they're supposed to be intense. They're supposed to like make you kind of like nervous do you think that music helps or do you think that music takes you out of it it's contextual always with everything game across games or music or anything i think you brought up uh, john wick earlier do you actually think that the nightclub scene would be better if you could not hear the banging nightclub music while he's killing people because i don't think so what about like he's in a basement he's in a basement for part of it isn't it so like if he yeah, it's, I'm, muted. I it it's when like he's... in the background you're hearing it upstairs or wherever yeah, I'd rather not, like, because if I'm doing, like, an over-the-shoulder cam, like like they would in those, you know, yeah. in those kind of movies, not over-the-shoulder, but, like, close-up camera, I'm thinking to myself, like, if, if I hear it, like, kind of muffled, that makes sense to me, because I feel like the camera's trying to make me look through what, like, feel the emotions that he's feeling in the moment. And when you're in that kind of moment of, oh, shit, someone's coming to kill me, you're not thinking, fuck, this is some slamming fucking you know, EDM going on, you're thinking, holy shit, someone's going to come and kill me. And you kind of drown out the music more so. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you get into, obviously, like, you know, he cl- fucking crawls through the, the dance floor and stuff, so that doesn't, you know, that's kind of redundant. But, like, just these scenes where it's meant to feel like heart, you're supposed to feel your heart just pacing. I feel like what you're getting at is, like, sometimes less is more. When, like, okay, like, you're creeping yeah. down a hallway. It's like a horror movie, creeping down a hallway, killer is somewhere, whatever, right? Something creepy is going on. Sometimes, like, the... There, there's like this weird ambient music that comes in and it's supposed to make you feel like unsettled like the whatever character right but sometimes just hearing the creaking footsteps of that person like slowly walking on is more impactful yeah that's where so, I'm, yeah sometimes I, I, think... I guess sometimes the music can take you out of it if it's intense like that. i see where you're, i see where you're coming from i th- i just the more i watch movies the more i realize especially today Movies and TV shows tend to use their main their main song, like their main piece, so much. Like the newest Avengers movie, it was like every scene that you had multiple characters show up was the fucking was the Avengers theme. <laughs> okay. Or like that's when it's like it's okay when it's appropriate as like I don't know if you've seen Endgame, but there's a scene. I'm gonna spoil it. Cause yeah. it's two years old at this point. There's a no, scene at I the end where it. they all group Just up. <laughs> Captain America finally gets to see, say, you know, Avengers Assemble, the big fucking comic book line. And it's all these characters, rows of, like, you know, hundreds of characters. And so it's appropriate to me there for music to be a thing. But, like, for their main score to play. But when I think, like, it's two people standing around, and it's like they're talking about something, and then they're talking about going to do something, and then the music plays, it's like, what the fuck? Like, this is so out of place that, like, you didn't need to put music here after them trying to explain, a you know, their tense situation that they're about to go into. Mm-hmm. 
like the the less you use the Avenger theme, the more exciting it is when it gets used, and you really feel like it's supposed to be there. Yeah. Do you have a favorite musical piece, like from movies, TV shows, and games? Not necessarily Shoot. a specific song that you've listened to, like you know, a favorite song. More right. just like, do you have a movie that you really thought that the music was good in, or a TV show, or a video game? I'll use my example of Hyrule Warriors, the newest one. I love the Breath of the Wild music. I love how sparingly they use it, and I. They amped it up in the Age of Calamity game that they put out, and I think that the music in that is so incredible for what Zelda should be that uh, it's probably one of my favorite video game scores. Um, I'm trying to find the movie that I've watched. I can't remember the name of the movie. It's been a while. Um, you got anything, Matt? Uh, I always, and I, I feel like it's going to happen more than once that I just jerk off this game. Like Bioshock, like when you're going down, um, in the bathosphere and the music is is playing and oh, shoot and late yeah later on when uh he's explaining to you his family is being kidnapped and he's lying to you but they they use the music in that game so well almost all the time. Uh okay, so the movie is called It Follows, um, and basically it's about um I can't remember the entire synopsis, but it's like. There's a girl who um, is, like, talking to a guy, blah, blah, blah. You know what happens next. Uh, I think she's, like, 18 or something. She's a kid. Uh, so it, it, I, you could call it that. But the thing is is that um, it's, a, it's like a horror thriller movie. So she um, – what happens is she has sex with one guy. Um, and what happens is once you, you have sex, you pass this sort of demon um, – on to you so so the guy had like he, he the demon was following him that's why the movie's called it follows and it the demon I'm cut you off why is this your favorite it's score? the soundtrack i'm the just giving you the, the synopsis movie. of the yeah. movie to to sort of i don't need to, i don't need 10 minutes okay of, anyways to sum it up <laughs> then I'm just, I'd rather I could watch the whole movie. You don't, you don't even need to watch the Trying movie. Trying to talk now. about music, and he's like, talking about like demonic okay, well, that like will follow. Anyways, you listen, listen. Understand. I'm leading up. You guys cut me off. So the whole thing is, is that it's like a horror movie, but just the the shots uh, um, of them, for example, in a they're in a pool or they're outside of a pool at one point. It's an indoor pool. It's at night, and the reflection of like the the pool water is coming onto the uh, sort of pool deck, I guess you could say. And it's just, the music on it is sort of like a synth pop, synth wave. And it's just like very aesthetic and very um, haunting, you could say too, I guess. It just ties together really, really nicely. So it really reminds me, it's, it's, I think that movie's really ahead of its time. I think in the future, it's already pretty popular, but in the future, I think it'll be one of, like, it'll be something like Sleepy Hollow, where the music is just, like, amazing, and it ties in to everything, and there's a huge fan base around it, so. Or a cult fan base, you could say. Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko's yes. good, too. Um, as far as music goes in, in, in movies, I'm a sucker for the Drive soundtrack, and that movie in general. I think the I think all the, oh, the songs you know what baby just because you said that Baby Driver comes in uh into mind too. Yes, that's a good. That's also a great film. I don't really know about my favorite movie tracks. Uh, I mean, like when I think of what about like Ghibli movies. Uh, not really because I've only ever seen a bunch of them once. Um, I mean, mine goes 
to like my mind when I think of music for movies is I think of like the stuff that I watched as a kid, which obviously was Harry Potter, and that obviously is a very iconic, uh, you know, the Hedwig's theme is a very iconic song, um, but. To say it's like my favorite isn't really right because I only really like it because I grew up with it. Um, okay. um, I'm going to ask a question about it's going to get to know you a little bit more. You get more intimate. Um, and it's uh, not don't think about where you're at right now. Just just think like um, the perfect scenario happens and this happens. What is your ideal future for where you where you where you move from so you're current you know 20 22 and 23 years old so like where's the you know ideal place you want to live is there a certain job you want to have or do you not want to have a job and make money a certain way or do you even not want money to be a you know a thought in the back of your head is there certain places you really want to or even plan on traveling to um things that you have every intention of doing like what's the what's the the plan for that you have in your mind laid out for your future that's like the perfect plan for you either of you can start whoever feels like they have holy more. shit that's a loaded question okay i know i kind of have um, a plan so you can start with your plan because i don't have a plan so i'm gonna figure okay. this out on the um i don't really know maybe we won't say where we live right now eventually we will but don't no, that's not a smart idea. Uh, if anyone wanna, wants to know Austin's address, just DM me. <laughs> um, yeah, just play Town of Salem with us and you'll see his address. Um, <laughs> Don't think about where you're at right now. Where you live right now. Yeah, has, no, has, I'm saying has... in the future, I don't really mind where I live. I think I, I wouldn't mind moving out of the city, but uh, I don't. I don't really get homesick. I mean, I guess I do occasionally, but I wouldn't be sad that I'm leaving the city um, for a job or for anything. So, yeah, right now, I wouldn't mind moving uh, up north a little bit. Maybe not too far up north. Like, we live in Canada. I think we can say that. But um, I don't want to live in a huge city with, like, over a million people. But I also don't want to live in a city that has, like, under under 300,000. Do you want to settle in Canada? Is this the place yeah, where you want to? Yeah, I would you know? say I don't. I I have plans to travel, but I have no no plans at all to to move anywhere else. Where do Maybe you want to yeah. Where where are we going? Yeah, <laughs> well, Japan. I think I've said that. We've all said that. I think all three of us uh, have said that we one day want to visit Japan. We, I don't know. It's just I grew up like just loving Japanese games and and shows and stuff like that. So. I think it's sort of something that I've been meaning to do and I just haven't had time yet or haven't had the opportunity. So I would say for me, number one place is Japan. I wouldn't mind seeing anywhere in Asia. Um, maybe not China specifically. I don't plan on going to China. I don't, Other than maybe tourist spots. But I'm thinking more like I want to see s- smaller countries like Vietnam that are very populated. So Vietnam, uh, Thailand, um Cambodia, Laos, Indonesia, stuff like that. I would love to see a lot of those Asian places uh, in terms of tourism and food and culture. Um, yeah, I think it's it'll be like a culture shock. So 
I think it, it would be pretty interesting. Japan is number one on the list. Me and a buddy were planning on going um, well, sometime this year, but that was like two years ago when we planned that, and obviously we couldn't plan for a pandemic or whatever, so that, that's still on the what list. What do you mean you can pan that's the first plan place. for a pandemic, idiot? That's the... Yeah, I know, Get right? over yourself. That's the oh, first boy. place we're going. I mean, I guess we might as well just go together. Uh, I'll never visit any communist countries. <laughs> and, I mean, no. China, the biggest of all, they, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> well, I mean... It's the government, though. It's not technically fuck. China. Um. Okay. What about what about like uh you know what like so for some precursor Patrick and I obviously finished the same school program for um, interactive media. So I went into web development and Patrick went into user experience. Um. Matt, currently, I don't think you have started yet, but do you have an idea of like a future job that you want? You know, despite whether or not having the experience now or like for example i growing up obviously i wanted to do video game for so long i wanted to do anything that i could in video game and when i finally got to it it was like i, I fucking couldn't do it because i was bad at it so when uh when i um did video game and i realized i was bad at it i moved into web development but i still have the thought in the back of my head that like man i would really want a future in creating for a medium that i you know have grown up with for 20 some years so uh like do you have any thoughts like that even not even based on what you're doing right now or or any education you have it's like do you have an idea of what you want to do or maybe you don't want to do anything maybe you just want to live off crypto <laughs> yeah no that'd be nice that'd my, be my nice. answer is no i would like to live off crypto uh bitcoin at the time of this recording is fifty eight thousand dollars, which is about all-time high so hopefully my coins are next <laughs> Patrick, do you have do you want to keep going down the route that you're going with user experience? I kind of have no choice. <laughs> no, but I'm not talking about no choice. I'm talking about if you had yeah the perfect I, future. What I would you absolutely. Want to I mean, I really like the stuff that I do. So um, yeah, I would totally. If I had to choose again, I would just pick the same thing. I don't mind it at all. And like I said earlier, for uh, I forgot we were doing a podcast, <laughs> and I forgot how podcast works. <laughs> um, was that when I took film? Well, when, when I took when I wanted to do film production. As soon as I realized that there were no jobs and there were no ways that I could sort of get myself into the film industry. It, and then I realized I didn't like it at all, to be honest. That's when I sort of realized, like, I d took something randomly that I liked. So, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade this at all. <laughs> do, do you want to tell your story about how you picked IDP? <laughs> sure. Um, I think most people have probably done the same thing. Um, maybe not to my <laughs> extent, but you're 18, you're fresh out of high school, um, and your parents say, listen, you either start to pay rent, um, or you move out, or you go to school or work for, for the year before you decide what you want to do at school. So I was like, well, I have no money, so got to move out, or or not move out, got to gotta work. So I worked for the year and then realized, hey, I got to go back to school because my parents are yelling at me because they want me to get uh, into a program, uh, and I have no idea what I'm doing. So yeah, so... I decided one day I was going to pick three different um, pr 
programs from the college that we went to, and I said eeny, meeny, miny, mo, and I picked one of the three, and it ended up being something that I really enjoyed, so, which was very lucky. It, absolutely. If I had picked the other one, I think the other one was, um, another one was, yeah, one was film, um, and the other one was the other, you know, the other web design program? Uh, so technically there's two web design programs that college you went to, but the other one, I don't think I would have enjoyed that because that's a lot of, um, like actual development and I, I don't mind development, but it's not something I'd say I'm good at either. I understand it. I just don't have the patience to do it. Okay. Uh, We'll move to video games then, and I'll ask you another deep question later. Um, Do you have a favorite game genre, and why is it your favorite? Um, Like, I have a deep fucking love for um, puzzle games because of how creative they can be. I think the peak with puzzle games can be more creative than any other game will ever touch. Um, When I think puzzle games that are fantastic, obviously, the portal games come to mind immediately because they just, they took this weird element of being able to you be in two different places at once and interact with all you know so many objects within it and they had a great story with it but the the point was like you know you feel good when you do something in puzzle games and so the genre sticks out to me as something that creatively can peak higher than anything else but ultimately it i have the most fun with it because as long as it takes to solve a puzzle by the end of it it feels you know you get the hit the dopamine hit and it just feels incredible you're a big tetris guy eh <laughs> Tetris. Oh, yeah. I love Tetris. Tetris you ever played Tetris ninety nine? No, I haven't. My Nintendo subscription ran out. My online subscription. Oh really? Dropped. Yeah, I didn't refresh it. Matt. Stealth games, baby. The memes of uh, you know, stealth is optional for this mission, and then it shows like <laughs> a person like blowing everything up or whatever. I'm the complete polar opposite of that if you give me the option to go you know sneaky boy i will every single time and i'm not going to stop playing the level that way until i get it like that if i fuck up it's restart immediately that's that's just how i've always played those games so those are my favorite the the, the dishonoreds and, and those type of games those are always my favorite the more choices you have the better as much as i do like simulation games i love racing games i love like Animal Crossing, that's sort of a what did you say, social simulation? I guess it's a sim game. But uh, I was about to say that's not a racing. Yeah, game. Yeah, it's not a racing game, <laughs> but it's still very relaxing. I like games that sort of like they're like real world scenarios, pretty much. Like Minecraft is that could happen <laughs> without all the mobs and stuff. You could technically, it's just a game where you you play for hours and you build whatever you want. I like those games. Um, I would say maybe action adventure games are my favorite though. Legend of Zelda, Luigi's Mansion, obviously, which I frequently have said and to you guys in podcasts and stuff, is that I love that game so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say action-adventure, probably. It's your least favorite. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> educational games. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. That's a real answer. <laughs> I can't even name an educational game. Putt-putt. Town of Salem is pretty educational. You just learn not to trust anybody. <laughs> I don't know. You guys go first. I can't think of one right now. I'm just trying to think of uh, games that I don't like. I just have a big pile like. of genres I never play. Yeah. I feel that. I don't typically play puzzle games. I, I've, I've played the you know Portal and stuff like that, but I'm not big on mm-hmm. The thing about Portal is it's a puzzle game, but it has a storyline, and that's where I draw the line. Is I, I love the storyline. I'm not big on the puzzles. I, I think I completed i think i completed half of them and then i had to fucking like go on youtube and look up t- 
tutorials on how to beat some of the some of the rooms. So, um, uh, I think I'm the opposite. I don't. I think I don't like sim games as much as I want to. Um, sim like, games are pretty broad genre though. Like Arma Three is not the same thing as Euro Truck Simulator. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I love that game so much. <laughs> I don't really like uh. Like a lot of the war sim games, especially. I'm not a fan of the Arma games. I'm not a fan of um, <laughs> oh fuck, like uh, anything that comes from like as especially as like Company Heroes. I just don't give a shit about. Oh, like um, strategy games. I love strategy games. It's just like I hate the war element because it it tends to dilute it so heavily for me. When I think like the Call of Duty games. They're so stuck. Even if they want to try something interesting, they're stuck in a war timeline. They're stuck in every one of their games has to be based around some form of a fucking war. So if they try and do something interesting, which they do in some games, like MW2, when you're like scaling the mountain and riding the snowmobile and, you know, doing the, the mansion mission at the end, like those are interesting stuff. But ultimately, like you're stuck in this bubble of you have to shoot people. But you need to figure a way to do it creatively each time. So is it come up with more guns? Come up with a different layout for the map that you shoot someone in? Or, like, what do you do apart from those two? And so games like like Company of Heroes, where it's, it's a, you know, it's a strategy game, but at the same time, it's like, it doesn't have the creative liberty that, you know, the Civ games can take, even if they were just real-time strategy. It doesn't have the, you know, the opportunity to do something like StarCraft, where... No, Company Heroes is top-down, yeah. Where it can't just, you can't just build these cool, large, you know, kind of out of these worlds sort of scale things because it has to be grounded in this war sort of fucking setting. Um, so war war games, I, I guess, are my <laughs> least like. RTS or what about, like Mordo? Uh, turn-based. Just in general. I haven't played Mordo. Those are games I haven't played, but that's different though because I think... When I think war games, I think more games that are like like guns specifically. Oh, okay. Like I feel yeah. like guns hurt a lot of gameplay. Um, unless like Battlefield's fun though because because there's other elements to just the guns. But when I play COD, well, what else is there to the guns? You shoot to get perks, but you need to get perks by killing people. Those fucking perks and those kill streaks are just more stuff to do with guns. <laughs> like. You, you shoot people from planes or you shoot people with a big fucking rail gun or you put a sentry gun down or you it's all guns and it's just like can we really do nothing more creative so war games with guns play stealth games and choke people out yeah hitman fun game anyways matt what do you think i of, love uh, hitman hitman is amazing 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 franchise what do you think of the stealth archer meme for fucking skyrim i think it's true it's fucking broken if <laughs> you played the game it's nuts i have it's fun though. I I actually have a lot of fun playing Stealth Archer as as often as it turns into being a Stealth Archer. Well, that's the other thing about Skyrim that that's awesome is like you don't you're not limited to uh, like a certain amount of are you limited to like a certain amount of perks? You can level up like everything 100, can't you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. again, as I said earlier, even though I would say my favorite genre is action adventure, I would also say it could very much be my least favorite because remember when i was playing black flag and like my main mission is to 
I don't know. I think it was to it was to go to one of these islands and blah blah blah. Uh, and instead of going to the island, I decided I was gonna sail around for three hours and just shoot at random people, even if they were civilians. So I get too sidetracked on side missions, is that I just can't focus on stuff. I love open world games. I love fantasy games, but having too many side quests like that, it's just can't stand it. But anyways, uh, I would say 2D scrolling games are really not my forte anymore. As much as I love <laughs> Mario games and Donkey Kong uh, games, it's, I just can't stand them. They just, I don't, Mega Man doesn't interest me. Shovel Knight doesn't interest me. Uh, I wasn't big on Terraria. Um, Terraria is a good game overall, but like, I just don't like those games that much. So yeah, 2D, the only side-scrolling games I like are Mario games pretty much, and Nintendo games. Um, Cuphead was pretty good. Sonic games are good. Um, are there any games that uh, you like that that traditionally nobody else likes? So like, I have more fun in Far Cry 5 than I think of any other Far Cry game that I've played. And I know that not it, it has fine reception, but it actually, when it launched and when it was being talked about as you know when it came out i really i saw a lot of like dislike for it because it wasn't like the other far cry games but i have so much fun playing it i love the setting i love the environment i love the amount of stuff that you can do and the shooting is happily it's like front and center but it's really secondary to the story do you have any games that you know aren't liked by a lot of people but you really really love simpsons road rage I know <laughs> I know Hit game. and Run is the number one Simpsons game, but Road Rage to me was just like I don't know. If it was such a good game. Like I obvi- I played Hit and Run and I've played it recently too and I loved it, but I just uh I I don't think I'll ever say that Hit and Run is better than Road Rage. Road Rage is very short. It does not have a mission, so to say, or a storyline. It's just one of those games where you say, "Hey, I got nothing to do, so me and my friends are going to play this game and you know hand off the controller to each other and this has been patrick's last episode let's give him a hearty goodbye for saying that hit and run is worse than road rage uh matt do you have a game that you really like that other people don't um the first thing that comes to mind would be daisy now daisy is actually on the top 100 steam games now i think it has i think it gets like 20k 30k players now i i played it when it was it was dog shit i played it when it was a dog shit game no modding, no nothing. The devs had practically fucking abandoned it at that point. They they turned it into a console game. But what I what I loved about it the most, it, it, even if it was like you know this this complete buggy mess, was uh people the people made it fun. Like I have I have friends from when I played that game. We still we talk every day still. Um, I feel like a lot of people when they first got that game, it was just way too difficult because they spawn in on the beach. You have nothing. You have literally nothing. And if you try to loot along the beach you're not gonna get anything you have to know where to go to actually survive so it's it's extremely harsh to new players i think modding kind of helped that because now you have all these servers that just give you stuff at the beginning what i loved about that game was the community interaction that we got like we you know we had our group of people and there were like five other groups of people and we were like yeah fuck those guys we're gonna spend a half an hour running across the map and we're gonna go kill those guys take all their shit it was fun I think I think that game is misunderstood. All right. Uh, do you get emotional watching TV shows or movies? This is something obviously that's that's mostly personal to the person watching the movie or TV show. Like when I think of my favorite movies growing up, 
okay, obviously, again, I go back to Harry Potter because they came out at the right age group for me, and uh, I watched uh, the only one I didn't see in theaters was the first one, which was Philosopher's Stone, and every single one of them I saw um, in theater the week or night that they were released. Um, and so I have like a good, you know, connection throughout my life with Harry Potter. So when I watch them, and if even if I'm watching with some someone, it's not emotional because I think the movies are emotional. Or I, it's not emotional because because they're making me feel a certain way and I feel that certain way. It's like I have these great memories of growing up and feeling the same way as a lot of these characters. And so to me, it's it's emotional for my own reason. But it could be different for you. I mean, like, do you watch a TV show that you really like or that, you, you know, even if you don't like it, but you feel an emotion with a character in there that you feel you feel now or you felt before or with movies? Do you, you know, have something that you really enjoy watching just because uh, you connect with the movie sort of? I would say anyone listening who says they don't connect with characters and movies and books, uh, you're a sociopath. Get that checked out. <laughs> um... Yeah, first. Of yeah, all. I'd say absolutely. I I would relate to people or relate to video games and and stuff like Videos. that and mo- movies, characters. TV shows. Yeah, in moving off video okay. games. In TV shows. Um. Yeah, movies and TV shows. I'll say Attack on Titan right now, since uh, it's one of the bigger TV shows right now that's still being released. Um, there's a certain character who dies. I won't say who it is because it is still fairly new. Um, but it's a girl who was in all. F- three of the recent seasons she's a really good character um and i was really sad to see her die but anyone who's watching you just spoiled it though they don't know who it is though there's so many there's a ton of girls there's a ton of girls in aot yeah, I wonder who it could be. There's so many. Are you kidding me? Ready? I'll, I'll list off <laughs> like seven off the top of my no, head. No, 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 And I'll no, go no, on for no, 20 no, minutes no, about it, guys. That. We're not doing so. that. No. Anyways, why do you connect with it? Uh, I don't know. I think it was just... They were a very wholesome character, and uh, it just... They fit in with the story well. Um, they're just a regular day-to-day person. Um, I think they're probably one of the most normal people of the entire series. Maybe not normal, but... Um, empathetic people, um, and sort of like brave. So it, it's just somebody who you would like sort maybe kids, not kids, but like people would see as a sort of like a role model. Um, is there anything towards any movies or characters in movies or TV shows from you growing up, like that you can think of now that you held on to as a kid or growing up as a you know? Um, I read The Maze Runner. The Maze Runner, uh, I think the guy's name was Thomas, I'm pretty sure. I think that was the main character. I very much uh, held had emotions for that guy when uh, things would happen to him in the books. Um, that's some of the only stuff I can think of from my childhood. I don't really... I played a lot of, you know, games and watched a lot of very basic things like Spongebob and, uh, and like, Mario Party. So I don't think I ever had, like, a real deep connection with characters until I started reading books and uh, stuff like that so Matt you have yeah the... n- not not so much from my not so much from my childhood but I mean once I started watching TV shows and stuff like when I was like like mid-teens yeah for sure yeah Matt I mean I, I don't think Matt was sad every time Joey didn't get a part in Friends he cried about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I did they were on a break <laughs> 
that that's a that, that's an alright. Yeah, show. I mean the characters are like, it's, it's good are for good, some laughs, but, but I mean like yeah, character deaths in in TV shows and movies and stuff. Yeah, I mean yeah, you, you have to be a sociopath to just not related all to anybody in any books what's or what's or your guys all-time worst like character death that you were sad to see <sighs> i've been thinking about this for like ever since austin asked about it. I, i'm trying to get like <laughs> a good answer uh my all-time sad is 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 not a good one because it's not because of the character's death but because of the way the character i already know who handled. it is and of course it's gonna it's luke of yeah. course from from you know, in The Last Jedi, is they butchered who he was. They butchered, like, everything about this character that, that I loved, that my parents loved, that my, you know, grandparent who saw, like, my, you know, dad said, who watched the movies when they were coming out with him. And then my dad brings it to me, and then I see, holy shit, I love this. And then and then they, you know, fucking massacre him. And, yeah. and I was just like, it's, I just can't handle it because it's so... When you see, especially when someone gets into that character so heavily... I mean, someone like Mark I Hamill. don't see you can't I don't think you, I can see anybody else playing Luke other than Mark Hamill Mm-mm. but it's it's like he was so devoted to this character that in interviews and everything you know he hated a lot the of times he hated all of it yeah and he still did see, it because he wanted people to see him again and I, yeah. res- I respect him for that I, I think the imagery and stuff of him uh, when he when he did die was like finally the, the twin sons yeah. and all that stuff I like that but the last Jedi is the first movie I ever walked out of, and I was like actually mad. Yeah, it's not. I was like, did I just watch like some fan fiction? Like, I don't understand. And I was trying. I was trying to. I was trying to be like, oh, it was, yeah, it's it okay. It was okay. And then the more you think about it, it's, it's really not okay at all. <laughs> no, it's. Uh... I saw it again. I saw it again oh, too with God. family. And my goodness, <laughs> that that was what really cemented in my head. I was like, okay, yeah, this is not okay. Like, I did not like that at all. That was not good. I have to think about it. I think another big one, I actually really only watched this movie recently, with like within the past few months, is um, uh, Logan was a big death for me in, in his film. In, uh, that was know, a great Wolverine. film. I like that movie a lot. His death is like, I didn't really watch the X-Men films. I knew enough about them as, as characters, but it, that movie is so like gut-wrenching and then you see you know the character death of logan and moving on to i already forgot the kid's name even though i saw it like a couple months ago um, i don't even think she has a name i think it's like some weird like code name the whole time but yeah I, i'm in the same boat as you i'm in the same boat as you i never watched the x-men or anything but it's just like knowing that he's not going to play that character again and you can only see him as wolverine knowing like that iconic actor in that role is not going to be a thing anymore and the way they handled it was also great. Like the whole Fantastic. tone of that movie is brutal, and you you can get connected to it, and you don't have to have any real prior knowledge mm-hmm. of like the the universe or anything. Professor X's death in that too, real sad when he uh dies. Spoiler: It's all again, sad. When he dies. He dies to the clone of of Logan, and he's like you know saying this has been one of the best days that he's had in in however many years, and and then. He's like, I'm glad I spent it with you. And then he, he dies to who he thought was, you know, the person that just took care of him for the past decades. And, uh, yeah, it's it's a those are some sad character deaths. Those are those are probably that and uh, my, uh, you know, the massacre of Luke Skywalker are probably uh, my mm. Patrick. What are you doing? Uh, Maud Flanders and the Simpsons. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be honest, I know it's a very unpopular opinion to Matt. Um, 
but I I really got into Grey's Anatomy from season one to about season around six. By the sixth season, I very much did not like the show where it was headed, so I stopped watching. Um, but George O'Malley, who was probably he's pretty much one of the only reasons I still watched the show by the end of the fifth season. Uh, and they killed him off. Um. Albeit he did have sort of a altercation with another cast member, so that's why they killed him off. But I was very sad to see that guy go because uh, he was one of the person. He was one of the people who like they sort of shit on in the entire TV show, and I think they had plans of him having sort of a redemption. But they fast tracked that when he said he was leaving, and his character redemption is oh he saved someone and he died. It was very much a letdown to see that guy die because it's like he went through all of this just for you guys to shit on him the entire time. And then when he's a hero, it's like, oh, no, George, we love you. See ya. Like, see you never. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, How I would... do you handle long series of films? Like, Patrick has never seen the Lord of the Rings films. I love the Lord of the Rings films, but I understand why they're tough to get into because watching all three of the movies is like, yeah, it's like nine hours for three movies. So, but are there series that you have stuck with and have watched, you know, through and through, like obviously star Wars is a big one for, for everyone, 12 films in total. And, uh, you know, most people have seen all of them, but are there any other long series of films that you're kind of, stuck with or you do you like the more one-off films i that, uh, am not big on sequels so yeah <laughs> even yeah even just i a think sequel, that's why tv does so well a sequel is not my favorite at all so i i can't stick with a series longer than two two movies um i just want to go out and say before I, we move on to either Matt or Austin, that anyone who watches Fast and Furious still, you should probably reevaluate your life. <laughs> if you, what do you if, mean, man? I'm invested you in Vin got Diesel. Past what do you Tokyo mean? Drift and said, wow, these We're movies family. are still so good. <laughs> Just stop. They're not racing movies anymore, though. What if they're watching it because they're action films? Well, now, what about though? Mad Max, too? Oh, Mad That's Max not a racing film. I, I mean, I like... <laughs> the whole movie's a race! <laughs> yeah, the whole movie's a racing film. Yeah, you know, well, yeah, the Fury Road, obviously. See, other yeah. than Fury Road, I don't <laughs> yeah. like the other Mad Max movies. I think they... The original one is good. Uh, Fury Road is really good, but I just can't stand the other ones. Like Mad Max really? 2 and... Even 2? Yeah, I can't. I don't know why. Oh, my it's, again, very unpopular opinion, but I just... The sequel to me it always ruins it. There are very few cases in which a sequel is better than the original. Jeez, man! So, the second Mad Max is so much better than the first one. The first one's a drag. Well, most of it. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I think I sort of just maybe grew up with it. The Matrix that's Two. That's why I, I feel good. that way towards <laughs> it. But <laughs> I'm gonna make you sad. The only one of the only two movies I've ever fallen asleep through is The Matrix. <laughs> I'm, I'm, first I'm, one, yeah, which is one. the best. Wow. It's so good, and Matrix Two is <laughs> yeah, too. obviously. I'm, this is one of the old. Do you like the Matrix Two? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. You do? I do. Yeah. I, was, I thought I, I thought you were saying that you didn't one. like it, so I was like, how do I like that? It's a good movie. 
yeah, I mean, I think TV deaths are, are more impactful just because you spend so much more time with yeah. those characters. Like, you guys haven't watched The Sopranos yet, but when you do, I promise you, that's like, that's same, it. Same with it's Attack on Titan, and Breaking like I just Bad said, is the best. People have, like, this series started, what, like, 2012, and they're just finishing up the anime, maybe, we don't know yet, this year. So, for someone to, like, have this character for eight years like read the manga or whatever and and just have that character so close to you and for them to just die in such a brutal way too like it's just yeah it's very much different than a two-hour movie so it's hard um, getting it's hard watching characters get done dirty like it happens in game of thrones all the time so I'm going to ask a couple more questions because we've been going for an hour. Um, oh, yeah. So I'll ask one deep one and I'll end it on the, the, the question that I gave was the example earlier. Um, so the deep one, you can choose to elaborate on this if you want, but you have to do it anyways because this is a podcast and I'm going to hold <laughs> you to it. So <laughs> you don't have a choice. Um, is uh, describe yourself with three words and if you, if you want to elaborate. Um, so I, I'll go first if you unless you need to if you need to think um one of mine is i uh i overwork myself a lot but i like it because it's the lifestyle that i like to live i i tell myself that i need to fix my sleep schedule i tell myself that i need to do all these things but ultimately being able to stay up till 4 30 in the morning working on something that i am really passionate about is something that i will do every night and and i will love doing it the next night and the next night and the next night so overworking myself is like a, that's a big thing for me um i am a uh very emotional person when i'm when someone decides that they want to let me be emotional um i like listening to people a lot and their emotions and i feel like that and this is my third one the second one's emotional uh the third one is uh i'm definitely a good listener partly because I will forget what you told me like an hour after, but I'll remember it when it's like important and when you need to know it. But I really like listening to people talk as much as I tend to talk myself. Um, and I like being able to share the uh, emotion of someone letting me know what they want me to know about them and being able to uh, relate in some way myself. Um, so yeah, that's me. I overwork myself. I love it. Uh, I'm very emotional when people want to let me be emotional and uh, or people want me to be emotional and uh, I like listening to people. So Emotional is definitely a big one. I th I, uh, information as it relates to like people is always more memorable to me for, for whatever reason. It's always like how I've been. Like you can show me like like, <laughs> like just sh basic shit like math. Like how am I supposed to remember how to do this? But I'll remember <laughs> the most insignificant detail about people it's it's a weird thing to to describe what are your other two matt if you're also emotion? impulsive that is, is what it is everybody's got something dragging them down that's just a, a quality you gotta work with you can't be good at everything what's your third one matt um perseverance i guess yeah why you say you gotta that? get through it somehow because when depression hits you just ignore it and... <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> way she goes you just tell yourself, I'm not depressed, and then you're not depressed anymore. No, not really. It's not really about that. It's just about, you know, even if you can be 
you know, point five percent better tomorrow. You keep doing that, you're gonna get somewhere. You just try. Patrick, three words about yourself. You can elaborate if you want. Ultimate will. supreme leader. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. Um, uh, I okay. Yeah. I will do one seriously, but uh, if anyone has ever seen like Luigi wins by doing absolutely nothing, that's sort of my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think I've tried ever, and I somehow come up on top. So I'm just floating through life just like that. Um, but in all seriousness, I'd say um, one. I would say sort of. I would say sarcastic. I. I would say so. I would say so. I don't <laughs> fucking know. I can, I can, uh, I can vouch oh, I don't fucking know, am I? Just kidding. Uh, I mean, that, honestly, that should have been one of mine. If there was a fourth one, I'd pack that on. Mainly for the point that I sometimes take sarcasm too far and it ends up being really mean. Um, like, I can joke with someone, especially my girlfriend. I can joke with her, some, but I don't... I feel like I don't have a filter sometimes, and I just, like, I keep going and to the point where it, like, hurts people's feelings. Uh, so that's the yeah. first one. And then I'll redeem my qualities with, uh... I'd say I am pretty funny. I'd say I like to laugh, and I like to make other people laugh. I think that's why Austin and I actually... Other than having so much in common, I think that's why I, um... It found that you were like a really good friend for me cause, because uh you were someone you laugh so easily like i can say the dumbest yeah. thing and you'll still laugh so that's one thing uh <laughs> this one definitely makes me feel good <laughs> too many laughs on my dumb ass <laughs> matt, matt says something to me and i go <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyways uh and then the third one would be like airhead <laughs> i'm a little bit of an, not not in the sense that i'm stupid but i'd like i i can't pay attention to more than one thing at a time i have very selective hearing uh selective memory as well like i can remember i can remember a moment as far back as when i'm like three years old and you know one of those things where you just remember something from your childhood but i can't remember you know what i had for breakfast yesterday so um, nice. Or like you, you will. Or like again, a lot of people do this. Like you say your name to me, and I'm just meeting you for the first time, and I instantly forget it. Like that's that's what I go through every single day. But it's not just that. It's you tell me something. You say like I need you to be home at three thirty for this occasion. This blah blah blah. And I say okay, okay. And then five minutes later, I'm like, they wanted me home at seven, right? So. Airhead is in. I am very easily forgetful. I think forgetful would be the word, but uh, selective mm-hmm. hearing. So, I have a question for Austin. Yeah. So when you're talking about like your, um, like very hardworking lifestyle, and I know that that's true, and I thought I found myself in that position over the last few months, trying to, you know, being a being a big boy job and being yeah. in, you know responsible for other people and stuff like that do you ever feel like that leads you to being too hard on yourself absolutely uh there's a lot of moments where i so i had an interview recently um with uh some guy for some place to work at and um you know one of the things that of course is always asked in an interview is is um was there something that for this one as the general question is like uh what's your least you know what's your worst quality about you? Yeah. And so his way of phrasing it was like, why was some, one of these projects the worst one that you worked on? Like, but you put it on here. I told myself, it's like, 
I really have a hard time leaving stuff because when I when I stop working on something or when I stop pushing myself to do something, I realize that like I st- a lot of thoughts start going through my head. It's like I could do this better. I could, I could do this so much better. I don't know why I didn't at the time, and uh, and I I could do it so much better now. And it could be a month later, it could be a year later, it could be fucking two days later. It'll drop it and it'll be like, I just want to do this again because I'm so much better than this. And then when I start, you know, when everyone starts thinking like that, it's a lot of other kind of bad things. Um, I told people like last year I was after school, I was very much racked with imposter syndrome where I see all these people I'm Austin you know, with friends with on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, I that's it. We're done. <laughs> that's my life. Wrap it up. <laughs> Sorry. I was, you know, friends with all these people on LinkedIn and the people that I'd seen at school. And, and ultimately, while we looked at a lot of projects and they weren't great, some people did really, really well. And I graduated with these people. And of course, I thought, I'm nowhere near these, as good as these guys. I'm nowhere near as – I'm not putting in enough and stuff. Um, so, yeah, you, you know, you push you push yourself so hard and, and then it comes if back If I can go off of that, I got to say that – Austin was easily top five in in the class, easily. And I know for a fact he is a workaholic because some days I tell Austin, uh, I, I can't work on this because I, I don't want to get myself, you know, burnt out, blah, blah. And I've, for that week, I've been playing video games the entire week and I've worked on maybe my <laughs> portfolio for 45 minutes to an hour. And Austin has stayed up for an entire 24 hours working on one project and continuing well, to edit it and I work on something for 45 minutes and then I go all right time for my break so a lot of it comes down to feeling like you need to be doing something with your time too though like I don't think we're meant to sit around and play video games all day as fun as it is I think there's I was a lot of times where fit in that category but how many times do you get up a day? You know, you're at work and you're at work for money. But ultimately, like, what would you be doing with that time at work? You'd probably be, if you weren't working, you'd be sleeping or you'd be figuring out a way to not do something. And that ultimately comes down to playing video games or watching a YouTube video or something. So when I do stuff with my time, I'm not really good at time management at all. But I try and look at it as like, I want to do this. I have a lot of fun doing this. And, um, and if I'm not doing this, then I'm going to be doing something else that I don't want to be doing. If I can't sleep that night anyways, it's just even more reason for me to be like, I'll just I'll just do something that I want to do. And it turns out to be that I really like doing what I work on. So, um, But it does go some too far sometimes. I'll push yeah. people to do stuff, but even though they're clearly... To go back already, about 40 minutes, uh, I'm changing my favorite character death to Brian <laughs> Griffin. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I cried for weeks. <laughs> yeah, well, I want to. I want to end the. Uh... Did, you, did you buy a bong in his honor? <laughs> What's wrong, babe? You oh barely smoked the Brian Griffin pipe. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You must be having a bad uh, day. I have one more question, and it's the question that I use as the precursor, and it's um, why is something your favorite? And you can explain. You can say what it is that it is your favorite. Like that's your favorite of what? So it could be one of your favorite things is a video game, and it's this video game. But why is it your favorite? Or why is an anime your favorite anime? Because you know why? Um, it could be for any obvious reason. Like 
like you know talk about emotions a lot so it could be an emotional emotional thing could just be that you really fucking enjoyed it and it was a lot of fun and you put a lot of time into it because you you know you lost so much time just playing it or watching it that it was just like something that really drew you in it could be something at the time that caused you to play or watch or read it you know any anything that would make it your favorite yeah, so like what i said family guy the it? video game uh <laughs> yeah you know. Brian isn't dead in it, so there you go. That's why it's I I would I'll go first because I know for a fact it's that I am. It's Family Guy the game. Oh. <laughs> I'm very much a music person. As much as I say that I love TV shows and movies and and video games, I'm very much a music person. I I think I've spent hours and hours listening to just different genres and different uh different albums and stuff. And I am not a big fan actually. Like. I know a lot of people are super into like rock and all these like very much genres like pop and and whatnot, but I am someone who just I sort of despise pop almost and I uh I don't know. I, I would say I love finding very underground, very um subgenre music. So So what's your favorite brand genre or favorite song or album or artist yeah like an album um yeah like discography of all time of right now it doesn't matter and why is it your favorite of all time is tough to say um it doesn't have to be all time it can be right now it can be anything if i can okay of all time up until um up until this point of my life i would say blank banshee zero which not a lot of people know of um, but people who do know that it's sort of if anyone's listened to like vaporwave or whatnot, uh, blank banshee zero was just like, Mwah, chef's kiss. It was like right up there with Macintosh plus. But the thing about it, I know a little bit about blank banshee. I know the lore and I know all of the uh, I know instruments. I know samples from that album. I know um, like beats per minute for some of the songs and whatnot. The guy's Canadian. He's from Vancouver. Um, and he c- continues to make music. So I would say my favorite album is that also because of the, um, sort of, uh, I keep trying to say, I want to say lore, but it's not lore, sort of the history of, of this guy. Like he turned, uh, he, he like went the meme route. He was like the original meme shitpost guy. Like, uh, he would take photos like, um, you know those photos that you get that are like ads and it's like, oh, this doctor, you know, this girl from whoever paid this doctor $700 uh, and her skin looks better than ever. She's like this dermatologist. Yeah, exactly. Hanger. that. He, he took that in like <laughs> 2011, 2012, and he made that a brand. So he made that a brand out of what he was selling. And I think it was just super interesting because now that that is very popular it's pe- people want random humor and people want things that are just like make your brain melt so <laughs> so he he was just like ahead of his exactly time that, ahead of his time being, uh, um but again i i can admit that it's not the best album of all time it's not that's the okay. best if it's your favorite yeah i would just say it's my favorite yeah, so that's the point there's no objective Matt? best album ever yeah do you have do you have a favorite? favorite Except something? that the Beach Boys album is actually the best of all time. So, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm 
big into music. I mean, the thing, like, the thing about Pat is, like, he's hard to recommend music for because uh, you'll come up with the most obscure fucking thing that you, you know, has, like, 100 plays on YouTube or whatever, and you'll give it to him, and he goes, oh, I yeah, that, I like, like Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, god damn it. Like, when, when am I going to fucking get some this guy hasn't yeah, heard? You want to hear Clipping's new album? Oh, yeah, well, I heard that when it came out. <laughs> uh, I listened to 82,000 minutes of music last year on Spotify. That's what it came up as this Christmas, which is a fucking lot. But that's not that's not spread across as many like genres and stuff as Pat. Not yeah, and not to cut you off because now it's he, your he, time, he, but he gets... I, I went down a huge rabbit hole now when I was like time. sixteen. So <laughs> I went down a rabbit hole of music, and then he just got lost in the pit of shit and piss at the bottom of all music, and I love it. So, anyways, I'll move on. You, one of you guys can. Well, Matt, yeah. Can I just keep you... going? Yeah, keep yeah. going. Off that story. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> go again. That's alright. Uh, my my music uh, like preference has like always shifted by like genre. It's very strange. Like I in like in high school or whatever, I just like have those like those you know those the more poppy like synthy sound kind of stuff, kind of like what you're Came describing. But I, I know and, yeah. In the last like couple years, it's just fucking like hardcore like gangster fucking rap. Like nothing, if you saw me and you you never guessed I'd listen to that kind of stuff. It's Freddie Gibbs. Weird. Yeah, Freddie. I fucking love Freddie Gibbs, man. That's my boy. He's hilarious. He goes on Joe Rogan talking about how he shot people nine <laughs> times at Tech Nine. Like, <laughs> that's some real shit. Yeah, music. Music's always. Music's fucking great. I love music. Artist, album, you know, band, song. Uh, my favorite. My favorite album as of as of late death grips and like the last probably like couple of years okay yeah death grips we could just talk pat we could just make this a death grip <laughs> podcast honestly okay. we could just sit here and talk about yeah this our bit. our intro um, to this uh is just completely wrong i said there's gonna be a new topic yeah. every week but next week's topic is death grips and the week it's after that is death, death grips again so yeah okay yeah, honestly sponsor us death good, grips but, uh, recently recently it's been uh ilmatic which is like a classic nice. hip hop album. I, I think the, the yeah, no, I, dude, man, the the wisdom, the wisdom of a of a person, and I think a, a big part of it is that we're the same age, if not older than when he wrote that all that stuff, and it, it, it's written by somebody who has like sixty years worth of of knowledge. Like he's, it, it's just you you listen to him, like what he's saying, and it's incredible. The, but the way he he speaks about how you know his friends not being there anymore and he, he loses people close to him just because of like he he's raised in a hostile environment he knew that basically from day one and it's basically just about how he gets by in that sort of area and obviously you know none of us ever grew up in a fucking place like you know Queensbridge, you know selling fucking drugs and shit obviously our friends aren't dying on the street but i mean he he, he overcomes all of that on on the album it's and I mean, it's incredible to me. It's incredible to me because it's it's something that I've I'll never experience. It's like a complete uh, almost like a culture shock for me. I mean, you know, yeah, we were just talking about this, like you know, people people in Canada, kids in Canada on the streets, they the think that they're fucking fucking tough or whatever, but it, it's not it's not the same. No, you're telling me I'm not a gangster. As far as uh, movies go, yeah, I've been a change it a little bit just for my my last answer my my favorite tv show uh the sopranos 100 percent. you guys have to watch it so we can talk about it that is the that is the most well-written show with the most well-written characters 
and it's always satisfying even though it's not quite like breaking bad where you can like it has really high highs and it kind of builds it's always building up to the next high the sopranos isn't like that it's 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 actually like you know mob life and things happen suddenly and they happen quick and you're never you're never prepared for it it's fantastic you guys gotta watch it the deaths in that show are, are heartbreaking i'm gonna have to go with um it's a it's a kind of not a it's a cringy one to a lot of people that watch anime, but of course one of my favorite animes is, is Sword Art Online because of the the history of it for me was I was very very good friends with someone that I no longer talk to. Um, I met him in person at a league event, you know, four years ago where the coincidences just so happened to line up. We live in different countries and uh, and five years ago, sorry, and so that the. the him and I were very close uh, online. He was like the closest person that I would have known online before, uh, before Discord came around. Even so, um, I was talking to him about. I had never watched anime in at the time in in 2013, 2012. Um, so he was watching Sao, and uh, he told me that he was enjoying it, but that uh, you know it's kind of weird if you've never watched anime. So I watched it the first couple episodes with him and then I put it down for like a month and I came back to it. I was like, I should actually probably watch this. And then uh, I watched it and it opened up this fucking world of some of the weirdest shit I'll ever see in my life on a screen and some of the best shit I'll ever watch in my life on a screen. Um, and so this world of, of new media opened up in the form of animated stuff. Uh, and, also, it opened up as a friendship with him because we he showed me movies like he showed me the first Ghibli movies that I watched, which were Castle in the Sky and Nausicaa. Um, we did we obviously again like the video game stuff, of course, and um, like we were really close. But um, yeah, a big reason was because uh, I just had I have a lot of history with that show, and um, like Patrick does with the history of his favorite album. Uh, I just think that history is such a big reason why you start to like things a lot. Um, and that would be why Sword Art Online is my favorite. It's not great. It's Watching it back is really rough, actually. The books are kind of whatever. The light novels are fine. And they're making a shitty movie. So its history isn't really there, but I love it nonetheless. Um, so, yeah. I feel like uh, that wraps it up um yeah but yeah uh, to sum up what you're what you're saying is i think what we all said was something that maybe was a hard time in our life or something that we were we were just discovering who we were even if it sounds corny enough so that's why we we love it so much it's just uh something that helped us through tough times or whatnot um yeah i feel like when i was younger it was more like music and stuff was more about like what i could relate to but then as i get a, just a little bit older it, it's more about like, things that i haven't experienced. yeah you little piss baby like, I, I that's why i'm talking <laughs> you think you're so fucking cool yeah, huh? I, so I wake up dumb? i wake up i feel depressed i listen to 100 gex and i go about my day and i don't say shit okay <laughs> so yeah, yeah but do you want to do the outro then Patrick? sure because you fucking um, did the intro yeah anyone who made it to this point you're a fucking legend we love you um thanks for listening i don't know how you did it um, we. I'm gonna try and upload these every week. By the way, so 
this week will be the pilot episode, which unfortunately doesn't have Matt in it. And then next <laughs> week will be I'm gonna try and do it on the weekends because I need to fucking edit these. So uh, I'm gonna do it over the weekend, and then it'll be up on the following Monday. And then uh, um, so in two weeks, no, next week the uh, this one will be up. So yeah, I mean, I think eventually, maybe maybe in our bio, if, depending on where we post these, Spotify or SoundCloud or whatnot um we'll link our social media and uh anyone with requests for what we want to talk about i want to be or, yeah even oh yeah people that we know for specifically sure. but i mean if we want sure to get a random person sure in here who's a death grips fan come on in here if you're not you're not allowed yeah. on uh if you're a brian griffin fan hit me up brian griffin fan page <laughs> seven if you are Brian Griffin, please <laughs> hit us up. <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> thanks for listening, and we will hear from us next week. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Take care, guys.